Hello there. Hello there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TBO. On today's episode, it's spoilers for Obi-Wan. It's all out. We watched it all. Yes, if I'm honest, I have only just finished it as the time recording. Yeah, you watched it all in one go, I imagine? No, just the last two episodes, because I was going to watch with my dad as he came back off a holiday, but then the times didn't quite figure out, and I had to just yeah. cram it in before we recorded this. Fair enough. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts on it? Full spoilers. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, It's a tough one. It's actually a tough one. I think there are good moments, but I, yeah. I just found it quite boring, if I'm honest. I can see that. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's the best thing ever. I think, again, it has good moments. It's just kind of not the story I was expecting them to tell. Well, for me, I think the reason why I didn't really enjoy it is because in the last few episodes especially, I found no tension. There was nothing yeah. there just grasping my attention. It's just I because you know what's going to happen. You know everything that's going to happen afterwards. Well, they can't kill Darth Vader or Obi Wan, so there's no tension there. The only real tension is what's going to happen to Reva, but you don't really care about Reva because not. And she's the, dead anyway. Li- hmm? Reva, she dies, right? Is that what you no, want about? She's still alive. <laughs> Wait, which one's Reva? The oh, sister. the Inquisitor. Yeah, the English. Oh, so I thought you meant the other one that was helping. Yeah, no. I don't remember what the name is, unfortunately. I don't remember her name. Um, Like, Tala? I think it was Tala? I should get the names up, because I'm not going to remember more. Yeah, we got Reva... No, you're going to remember Obi-Wan. Yeah, Tala, Durif, and then the Inquisitor, and then the Fifth Brother, and then Vec, Noctur. Okay, so we'll probably just go through, like, episode by episode, or just talk about stuff that we did or didn't like. Um... First episode, well, okay, so this was the weird thing that through this show, weirdly through the beginning, was it was meant to be, like, originally on a Wednesday, and then they moved it to Friday, and they gave us two episodes. And it was meant to be out on, like, the 25th of May, which would have been, like, the 45th anniversary of Star Wars. And then they delayed it by two days, for no real reason, gave us two episodes, and then didn't announce anything like big Star Wars news on the 25th. So I was just like... Why did you move it? <laughs> yeah, that is a bit weird. I don't really understand it. And then it was just like, okay, here's two episodes. And then it was like, okay, so they're changing. I think, because this was the weird thing about it, is it would make more sense for it to be on a Friday for Star Wars, because then you have the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff not cross over. Because by, what was it, episode four, you had Miss Marvel come out. And like, I was going to watch Miss, uh, Cap- uh bleh, I was going to watch Obi-Wan before Miss Marvel anyway. But, like, it just seemed weird to have those two things cross over when you already changed the date to Friday, so you already had people watching it on Friday. <laughs> I think the only reason they didn't do it on Friday is because they were scared with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Because I think they were scared that they would have to compete against the boys, which is weird. But, yeah, that was just a weird thing that they did. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, if this came out the same time as the boys, I think no one would even care about Obi-Wan. No, people would still care. I mean, but I think it's just, yeah, I know. But I think it's just a weird choice for them to have their shows basically share the same day with crossover. Because if, you, if you've directed people to watch it on a Friday without really any explanation, except it's just now on Friday and you get two episodes and people go, oh yeah, it's on Friday now. And then every other episode comes out on Wednesday. It just seems weird. Because I know people who missed the episode... Because they thought it was coming out on Fridays. And I nearly missed it because I was like, oh yeah, it comes out on Fridays, I guess, now. And then I just happened to be on Disney Plus on Wednesday and went, oh shit, Obi-Wan episode freezer. Shit, I gotta watch it. Is it bad that I don't really remember what happened in this show after just right. watching it? Yeah, well, it's, it's again, it's not a very... It, I think the story that they, they chose to do, which is essentially Princess Leia gets kidnapped as a child and then Obi-Wan has to go rescue her is an interesting story that you could tell for a movie. <laughs> I think the issue with this is it's stretched over six episodes and it's like two movies dragged out, really. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, but like it wasn't something I was like, yeah, let's watch week to week. I think it was just kind of like, oh, there's a lot of just them walking around doing things. Oh, Obi-Wan. Look, I get Obi-Wan is sad and depressed. I get that. That's good. It can happen. You can show that. It's good to see old, sad, depressed Obi-Wan. And I like the moments where he's like, I generally don't care about you, kid. Fuck off. You get hung in a street. 
And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good. And then he regrets it because he's like, oh, I could have helped that guy, but I can't bro my cover. I got to. And then, yeah. Uh, but I, f- I find the chase. I, I want to talk about that chase scene in the first episode where they're running through the forest. Oh, that is pretty just... stupid. Wow, the dumb... just... There's yeah, so many everything. dumb moments where it just seems like the action isn't great for what they're trying to do because that that moment is like meant to be oh tense and scary because leia's gonna get abducted uh, the guy that they chose i think is like one of the singers from the red hot like the guitarist or something from red hot chili peppers and it's just like why <laughs> to be honest i think a lot of this didn't work for me was just the whole leia situation the fact a 10 year old is calling the shots and there's some other smartest person on there well yeah that's leia though <laughs> Well, no, but you would have thought that, you know, adults know what to do, and they have to rely yeah, on a child. People are dumb. <laughs> like they want to just stay there. <laughs> so, like, I, no. I, just, I just don't entirely. I couldn't believe it, even in the. Oh yeah, no, of the show. it's it's an odd choice to. I get why they focus on Leia because they want to show um the origin of Leia's like personality in the rest of the movies. Uh, you can show no her being clever, that. but just I wouldn't say she should be clever than. Or is she more smart than Obi Wan? She isn't, though, is she? Well, she she seems like she is. Where? Just, just like the manner of like, the, the the TV show's telling. Yeah, but she's been taught by like her parents, to, well, her adoptive parents, to like have that understanding of human nature, and so she understands what people are going through. So I get there's there's an explanation to it. She's been raised in a society where she's going to be the princess. She's going to have to learn how to communicate. She literally puts that fucking bitch ass cousin in her pla- his place. Yes, by just absolutely destroying his will to live because she's like, you are just worthless and no one loves you and you're trying to be who you want your father to want you to be, but you have no personality other than that. And I'm like, makes sense. Yeah, that that's fucked. Do you know what pisses me off? What they had to show how she got her holster. Yeah, a thing that I don't even remember in any of the movie yeah they've done a han solo a han solo, solo. or a black widow yep just how to jacket. get how they got this useless item that you did, didn't care about you didn't need to yeah. know it's a weird thing that they do it's just like there's one item of clothing and that's all people wear and then it's like it's like scooby-doo it's like if they did a scooby-doo movie to show how the gang chose their primary colors <laughs> like how fred chose to wear his blue and white polos, and how Daphne decides. To yeah, because it was a gift some some somebody else. Like, oh, here's a gift of a T-shirt. I wear it every day. Yeah, it's like, oh, my dead, the dead person I knew for about five minutes, um, died, and it's a belt on her thing, and I'm like, okay, oh, the guy who trained me and taught me a lesson from Han Solo died and betrayed me. I will always carry his holster <laughs> and his gun. I'm like, okay. He gave it to me at a fire campfire, if I'm remembering that correctly. I, I, it's, a, it's an odd thing to do. I don't know why they need to place such high regard to just random objects. The oh, people have it's like the jacket from Han Solo. It's like oh, I got a jacket. I'm like, okay, cool. Who cares? Yeah, it's it like his name. Sense. It's just like oh, Han Solo, because you're alone. Sick. Wow, that was interesting. <laughs> Great, I'm glad we had that. The mystery was so much better. It's like Boba Fett's backstory. <laughs> like, cool, we get this. Oh, it's not that interesting because the mystery people come up with in their heads is more interesting. I uh, still don't understand the point of the show. I feel like it's just they just to show Obi Wan on set. I, I feel like that's just the whole reason this exists. Well, people have been wondering what he's been doing, and like I've like it's an interesting tale that you could tell. I just think that the story isn't interesting enough to tell it in this format. Yeah. Because why wouldn't it just be a movie? You did a Han Solo movie and then they failed because no one cared about any of the backstory of Han Solo, but people were begging for a Han Solo movie. And you could have condensed this down into pretty much a better version of it. I feel like if they were going to do this, they should have focused more on new characters and side characters. Not even that, really. I think One of the reasons why I think that works is because you don't know the ultimate fate of new characters. Yeah, but they did. They just you don't care about any of them because Well they do, they, really. Yeah. They did Reaver, 
And they did, uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, da, va, na, na, ba, 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 Talia. Talia. Yeah, like, maybe, I don't know. I just... Did you have anything that you did like? Because you're very negative at the moment. I liked a lot, of, I liked, you... I liked a lot of the camera work. I think um, a lot of the shots through the city were quite had quite good visuals on it. Yeah, I didn't really care about the cities because I'm just like, oh. I'm happy cool. we weren't stuck on Tatooine for six episodes. Yep. I'm glad that wasn't a thing. But we did. We got to see Alderaan before it gets blown up. And it just looks like a boring place to live. Yeah, I think that's the point. That's why Leia keeps running, wants to run away. Running to forests and then so much and so frequently that a group of people know how to kidnap her. I like some of the Easter eggs. I, li- I mean, I liked um, Ewan McGregor doing his hello there again. See, I found that so pointless. I thought... The I, first I know, line, it's so cheesy and stupid, but I still I like know, it. I know, but I, 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 thought, I thought that the first line that he should say is someone coming up to him, and he should have said, hello there. And that should have been the start of all his dialogue. But having it at the end is just like, oh yes, here's fan service, we know you've wanted it. And especially to say it to Luke, which kind of just goes, oh, okay. Which I get, look, people are very angry that it changes Star Wars canon, and how, why would Obi-Wan, um know Leia and why would that Leia didn't know Obi-Wan in the thing she did yeah she does that's literally the first thing yeah help me Obi-Wan you're my only help hope not hope <laughs> I think it's, it's a, yeah it's hope yeah, yeah you're right yeah but it's also that you worked with my father and in the Clone Wars and all of that and it's not like she can't know who he is or have met him like you don't have to go in the movie. Go, ah, oh, yes, you saved my life one time where I was kidnapped by this character, Ariva, who didn't exist at the time, and blah 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 blah. And also, you never like Luke knows who Obi Wan is because he goes, oh, maybe it's Old Man Kenobi, like that guy that I am aware of. It's not like they could have not. And also, what eight year old remembers everyone they've met? <laughs> like I know he lives in a farm and it's not very, but he still goes to town and stuff. I imagine. Like he yeah. wants to go to Tata- he wants to go to the uh, Toshi station to get power converters or whatever the fuck it is. So he's obviously meeting other people. Like, do you remember people you met from when you were eight? No, <laughs> exactly. No. It's like oh, or ten. I think it's ten. I think it's ten because it's eight years or ten years later. Or I also liked seeing a uh, Qui Gon Jin back again. Yep. Everyone was like, "Are they going to do the Force Ghost Qui Gon Jin?" Obviously, it's like, why would they not? <laughs> Well, if they didn't, I would have been disappointed because that felt like the whole kind of reason to do this. Well, he's talking to him all the time. He's like, in the first episode, he's like, Master, please, I need your help. And then Qui-Gon just turns up at the end going, Ah, you so do it by yourself. Good job. Now let's tease maybe another season of this because why would we not want to? Did you like the Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan fight? The first one. (laughs) Um. Did you like the fact that he ran away? (laughs) No, nah, it was. I think the fight should have been the end one. I don't know why you needed the middle one. Yeah, the middle one was kind of pointless. It's like, why is he not fighting? and doesn't really care. Then all of a sudden, really cares. Well, no, I think the uh, I think the reason it doesn't work is you basically have Darth Vader, this entire menacing, br- brutal force, come down, beat the shit out of him, throw him in fire, stop burning him, and then. Obi-Wan is weak, he can't fight because he hasn't got access to the Force because he's cut himself off like Luke did in Force Awakens, both Force Awakens and uh, The Last Jedi. And essentially, Obi-Wan just gets his ass beaten and then you have him get saved and dragged off over a hill and Darth Vader's just like, well, can't do anything about that and fucks (laughs) off. And it's just like, oh, there's fire in front of you. Just do what you did before and force it away. And then just walk over there or force the droid and bring it to you. Like, you have the fourth, dude. And it's just like, no, I'll let him escape. So the... Why? Because you don't know about Reva's plan to put a tracking chip on Leia or whatever it is. Or grab Leia or whatnot. And then all of that. So I'm just like, why did that fight need to happen other than people want it? And then it's just like, oh, okay. But like I think the I think if you had just had the last fight where Obi Wan has actually built up his strength again, like have Obi Wan on the run, just constantly on the background, but just manages to get away. You don't need the fight. I've just looked, and it now makes sense why the lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers is in Obi Wan Kenobi. Why? Because Deborah Chow directed the music video for them. Oh, 
Yeah, well, he's not a good actor. <laughs> his so character, reckon, yeah, just his character is so weird, and it's so it, it's such a weird like situation to be in. And then there's this, the lizard lady or whatever it is that just has to chase them, and it's just like ah, blah, 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 blah. that fight is such a that chase sequence is so weird, and so like I don't have a problem with there needing to be a chase sequence to get her, or you just have them grab her. She's a child. You just don't need the run. It it just feels like a lot of filler. Yeah, I, I think that's my problem with the show. A lot of it just feels like filler. The whole thing feels like a filler. Yeah, it's. It, I do think it should have just been a movie. But they, I think the re- problem with Disney Plus is that they have to make everything a show so that people. I think that I think the issue is more that it just you don't it it's dragged out for too long because it's week to week. I mean, this is, would be more interesting if it was like um, Arcane's original release, where it was three episodes, three episodes, three episodes. Because I think the I think binge watching ev- like a six season show or twelve seasons or twelve tweets not seasons twelve episode or however many episodes most shows are now is a lot uh, to do, especially if they're like hour long episodes or whatever Stranger Things is like two hour episodes or whatever the fuck it is. Honestly, I'm not even started watching Stranger Things yet for season four. It's so long those episodes. I have to watch all of seasons one, two, three, and then watch four, and then season four part two or whatever yeah, it is. Part is two, out. I'm pretty sure, it's just two episodes anyway. Yeah, but it's like two and a half hour long episodes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. That uh, I'm never gonna watch that. Um, but I think if you're gonna do it. Because the reason why Netflix shows don't stay in the public consciousness that long is because everyone just watches it all in one go, and then it maybe lasts like a month where people are interested. But Disney and like Amazon release week to week, so they release and everyone watches it week to week, so it lasts the runtime of the show. But the problem with that is if the show's not that interesting, because it's like filler episodes, because they've just basically made it... um kind of like a story but they've gone oh well we need to add some stuff to make it long and actually justify these like this six episode arc we'll just fill some stuff we'll put some new characters in we'll just put some references in and all of that little easter eggs that people will hide and find and then we'll just release it week to week and it will drag it out for five weeks because you got two episodes so you get five weeks you get five weeks in the public consciousness yeah and then boom or the boys gets eight weeks in the public consciousness, depending on the ele- amount of episodes. But I think if the show's not good, the boys is great, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that just that keep, can maintain its steam. Whereas this was just like at the towards the end, I was like, okay, it's getting interesting. It's getting interesting. Okay, it's it's gonna get interesting. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting, and then it finally the last two episodes are actually kind of interesting. But at that point, um, you're kind of just uh, sort of bit debated. The point. momentum is dragged, uh, not like it's just kind of kicking your feet, going, "Yeah, I gotta finish this." Basically, whereas yeah, I think there's if not you... enough each episode. No, and the fact that uh, Disney has like ten minutes of credits, so the episode lengths aren't even what they say. It's just like, oh my god, okay. So a forty, a fifty-two minute episode is actually only forty-two or something like that, and it's just like, okay, cool, but they these feel long. They feel f- dragged out and honestly, like it's that. a miracle that Mandalorian turned out so good. So even then, it dragged a lot of the episodes because you're just kind of like, mm, okay, come on. It's just, but it's because they're not trying to tell a. It's it was basically the Mandalorian was just he goes and does a bounty. He goes and does a bounty. It was a different thing each week. It was like a it was a monster of the week episode basically we did something different with a different set of characters new location and then when they went the problem with um boba fett was that it was just he he does this throughout the whole thing and we'll do backstory and we'll do we'll try yeah. and cut between i think and this was I've, a similar issue here every episode was just pretty much the same thing it wasn't as bad i think it's better than boba fett like by a mile but like this is i mean it's not difficult and I really enjoyed like Obi Wan. Uh, Ewan McGregor is great. Hayden Christensen coming back was great because I was like, oh, why did they need him? Because he was only in um, it's all just Darth Vader, and it's like, okay, why would you need him? So I knew they were gonna do like flashbacks, I imagine. And I'm surprised they didn't try and de-age him because he looks exactly like he looks like now. It looks way too old. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it jarring. looks older than Ewan McGregor in that clip. Yeah, it's it's very it's like he still looks young. He's only 40, I think, and he still looks decent. 
But like compared to what he looks like in actual Star Wars and the fact that they have de-aging technology or deep faking where they show like the old younger well, they did Luke Skywalker biggest example. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that it's it's a good idea to do that. I think they've maybe hurt the backlash from a lot of their de-aging stuff and they're like well, okay, you right? want... I mean think about Samuel Jackson and Captain Marvel that's pretty decent. Yeah, the Marvel stuff seems to do all right. Star Wars just seems to be like iffy. <laughs> I think the well, when you de-aged him, you didn't need to de-age his hair. You could have had the hair the same and just did the face. Yeah, well, the, I think the issue with it is that they didn't de-age the hair, but they kept it static. Yeah, but I think the season two did a better job, but like it still looks weird, and I don't like the fact that they're voice modulating it, and it, and everyone was like, "Just uh, James Earl Jones return," and they were like, "No, it's a voice modulator," and it was, it wasn't. It was an actual. It was actual James Earl Jones. People, for some odd reason, thought they AI generated his voice. No, that no, that sounded way too realistic to be anything. Yeah, I'm like, okay, because people just want to push the narrative that Disney wants to use AI for everything, and I was just like, no, it's it's James Earl Jones. And I was just, I do like the moment where uh, the blend of their voices, like James Earl Jones and Hayden Christensen, that is the cool. Mask, like, it's just and that cracked mask. Like, even though people have said it's happened in the animated shows, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I haven't watched those. <laughs> I'm like, this is live action. And look, I know those shows are good, but I probably still won't watch them. It's I too don't many have episodes. Enough. Yeah. And also, apparently, most of them are great, but some of them are good. And then you have to watch it in a specific order. And I'm just like, I don't fucking care enough to watch it like that. I'll just watch what's actually canonical. And I know that is canonical, but I'll watch it what's live action canonical. <laughs> Has this TV show restored any faith in Star Wars made it worse? I I didn't lose faith in Star Wars, to be honest. Boba Fett kind of just chipped in the armor, but I was just like, yeah, I've liked it. I don't think it's great. I think some of the decision-making is a bit, okay, we're doing this. I have no issue with Reva. Like, she's fine. I think she's a bit... the Like, I'm not saying the performance is terrible. I'm just saying it's more like... She's a bit shouty in places and is kind of like, okay. That's about it. That's all the issue I have is that some points it's a bit shouty, but then I get that's for the character. That, that, that's fine. I'm actually very disappointed by what they did with Reba. I think they could have done a bit more, a lot more. Oh, yeah, no. That, that's... <sighs> like, I, they could have done a huge redemption arc on that and have actually have her and Obi-Wan team up on like a fight or something. That's like, I thought that's just a huge opportunity missed. Uh, yeah, but I also think that they could have just had um, her die in the fifth episode and it'd be like, oh, that's sad. Like, Obi-Wan left her to die. He's not that great. And I've been like, oh, that adds some layers to him. And then it's just like, nah, she has to come and f- try and... No, it's Disney. Don't forget, you can no longer die from the lightsaber. Well, people don't die from lightsabers. They have their arms chopped off and all the time. And it's just like, okay. Well, you got like stabbed the... in the chest and didn't die. Yeah, but it cauterizes it. It's a lightsaber. It's heat. It can well, cauter- yeah, but you get stabbed in the heart. She didn't get stabbed in the heart. She got stabbed in the chest. That's pretty close to the heart. I'm sure that lightsaber would really touch the heart. No, it, the stomach. It's like lower abdomen. Okay, well, yeah. How about you try eating without a stomach? Also, it's Star Wars where What's-Her-Face gets shot in the stomach and then gets a robot part. She'll just get a robot part. I know. My point is no one dies anymore. And they just they just don't. No, 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 no People die. It's just people don't care about it. Same the Grand Inquisitor as well. Also supposed to be dead. Yeah, but he can't die because technically, canonically, he wasn't dead at that point. So there was no way he was going to die anyway. Because he doesn't die until I think Ahsoka killed or some little jedi or something from another show kills him so he's technically not dead at that stage so they need him alive for the the, technically canonically he's still alive like um uh what's his face darth maul is still alive technically until uh obi-wan kills him again in an episode of like rebels or something Because they just have all this backstory for characters who died and then come back and then everyone's just... Because it was like at the end of um, Han Solo, it was like, oh, Darth Maul's there. Okay. Isn't he dead? Oh, no. It's because all this backstory where he's alive and he's got robot legs and then he comes back and he's going to kill... And then he's dead again. So I'm just like, okay, why do I care? <laughs> why do I care about this? Why do I care about this reveal? I think this is the problem I have with Star Wars. It's just all one big story. It's not like little bits of stories combined. It's just all one big one. Well, the issue that I have with it is it's so small compared to the global reach of the galaxy that it's in. 
Yeah, like, that's true. Like, because like... it's all... Because this was the problem that I had with... um. Well, this because everyone's like, oh, Star Wars doesn't ever do anything new or uh, interesting. But then people complain that, oh, it's going away from the Skywalker saga. Because I was just like, the, pr- the the sequels should have never touched anything to do with the originals. It should have just been years down the line and a new evil has come. And yeah, it's like the grand, grand, grand son of Han and Leia. That could have been it or whatever. And then it's just like, Okay, cool. That's interesting. That's an interesting division. The grandson. But then they didn't commit to Kylo Ren being evil. And they didn't commit to Rey turning evil. So it was just two good people being misaligned. And it was just like, okay, cool. And then they brought Palpatine back. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> That's still the stupidest thing. That's honestly. Watching their credits. Like you the have credits. other Palpatine characters. Come back. Why? Yeah, How? but you have um, Darth Plagueis. His mentor. Like, if you had that and you wanted an overarching storyline that would make sense and people have memed the shit out of Have You Heard the Tragedy of Darth Plagueis? And it's just like, okay, cool. This is canonically a character that exists who is the mentor of Palpatine who could have been the puppeteer of all of this throughout history and has died, like, cheated death. And then you could have had that. And that could have been, oh, this guy is evil. That could have been the puppeteer behind Snoke and what's not and it would have been like okay cool but they went ah people don't know who that is and just went yeah we'll bring Palpatine back and now every Star Wars property is having to step around bringing Palpatine back because even in this show it shows that oh yeah we've captured the Jedi and we've got them in containers and we've got them in an underground Inquisitor base and it's just like ah okay so this is so that you can clone the force powers so that you can get Palpatine clones to justify how Palpatine came back in this show. Yeah, it's oh, it's all a mess. It really is a mess. I feel like they just need to restart it now. Just restart the whole thing. Well, apparently Taika Waititi's movie has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. I'm assuming well, it still has Force though, right? Yeah, but it's it's a completely new original story that has nothing to do with any of these characters and will just completely start a new trilogy of films, I think. See, like, uh, that, that excites me. I'm well, that's more what I thought the, to that. Well, that's Because you're never going to please Star Wars fans if you touch on stuff that they've already done. But people will complain if you use stuff like Force. Oh, it's, you can't do that with the Force. Like, yeah, you can. It's just a different time period and it's been lost to time there. Boom. Solved. Or it's a new thing and it's been discovered that the Force changed and allowed that to happen. And it wasn't around when it was that. It's just, uh, who cares? It's a living organism, apparently, and it can it it's there to counteract the good and the bad. <laughs> like the force is just a balance. It's not like if the dark rises, it will adjust the good to meet it. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Know, I really don't know what to say about this Obi-Wan show. I just find it so mediocre. <laughs> I I enjoyed watching it. I don't. I just think my enjoyment wasn't in the mm, highest regard because I think it's directed well. I felt I like the fact that they had one director. Just yeah, that's good. Because the problem I found with the Mandalorian and stuff like that is, and the Boba Fett show is that it fluctuates wildly between directors' visions, and it's just like, oh, okay, oh, great, okay, cool, whatever. This is this person's directing, this person's directing, this person, and the shots are all different, and people doing different things, and it all, it doesn't feel consistent. Whereas this just felt consistent in tone and character and visual style and everything like that. Wasn't the most visually interesting thing in the world, but like at least it had one style to follow. I still think it was shot well. As not like visually interesting well, but like it looked well made, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I still think the volume has issues that doesn't work. Because I'm pretty sure this was probably filmed in front of the volume and a lot of stuff. And it's like I still think there's an issue with the backgrounding and people like standing out in the front and it just not blending very well. Yeah. I can see that. I uh, just, uh, yeah. None of the. Uh, did you like, um, was his name Fred? That weird mole man person? Oh, that guy. Yeah. Who I thought was voiced by Seth Rogen and then turns out was Zach Braff. The guy who seemed to be really keen on the Empire for some reason. Well, yeah, he's on a planet where the Empire is taking over, so. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. Also, people are pro Empire, Dan. 
Like people aren't like it's like America. People are pro. <laughs> Like yeah, people, so people are pro. Other people rights. can be allowed to be like, yeah, I'm pro dictator. Fuck it, if it benefits me, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure, right. I I felt the whole Inquisitors as well were quite underwhelming. Well, yeah, there's just two that are actually like there. Plus the Grand Inquisitor. Mind you, I say that there were there was some good moments of just fear. Maybe when we were trying to kill Owen or threatened to kill Owen. Yeah, that fight scene was good. I like the fact that Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen actually had like a, yeah, we're not going down without a fight. <laughs> Do you like the fact that they had to kind of completely make Luke avoid seeing a lightsaber at all costs? So they put him in a little room and then he climbs out a window before she ignites a lightsaber so he doesn't see it. And then when he's running, he's not looking. So that they annoys me. That, that does. Okay, when I said Reva and Owen, I mean the first time. Hmm? Oh, first... what that yeah, what that yeah. yeah. I wasn't a fan of the second time they did it. I like when that. Was good for... Like they because actually had. Why her... is Reva attacking Luke just because he's a son of Darth Vader? She also doesn't know that because it's just like, oh, we found out the twins. But yeah, it's she, she doesn't just... know that Luke is the child. Yeah, because all that transmission I think says is there's another kid, but that doesn't mean it's Darth Vader's kid. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so loose and just stupid. Also, it doesn't say a name; it just says. I don't think they say a name. It just says Tatooine. So how and, does she know Owen? Yeah, that's true. And at the start I, of this show, I praise that they didn't touch anything to do with Luke. And then they had to bring Luke into it. Why? You don't need to. It's a contained story elsewhere. Yeah. like Maybe Luke this one about Leia. Just... Fine. Don't make it about Luke. Yeah, no. You don't need to bring Luke into it. I get you want to do the parallel between Reva seeing herself in Luke because it's a child and she was terrified and... I don't see why she needs to do that. She already is a youngling who wanted to destroy Darth Vader. Yeah. What? What is the... Like... I get the plan to get close to him. Like, being Grand Inquisitor means you're the right-hand man of Darth Vader and whatnot. And yes. that you're actually there. That makes sense. But then her way about doing it is so bad. Because <laughs> it's... Like, I know all the Inquisitors are basically trying to step on each other because they hate each other and they all just want the top dog position because then they actually can boss people around. And Reva's motivation is different to all the others, so she hates them even more than they hate their, uh, her. That's an interesting conflict. But they just don't do anything with it. Such a waste of opportunity. Because it's just like, oh yeah, Reva, you, you talk to this guy with a, 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 a dome on your head. Sick. Uh, that's the fifth brother or whatever it is. I think the character... Yeah, the fifth brother. And he's just got a dome on his head. And it's just like, oh, he's not scary at all. He has a weird voice lisp thing. And it's just like, okay. And I'm like, cool. This isn't interesting to, like at all. Because they're, fu- they're not having any sort of like battle or anything like that. They're just having verbal communication going, I don't like you. And that's just like, cool. Thanks for stating that. <laughs> and then there's no there's no conflict. There's no resolve. He doesn't die. They don't fight. It's just like, those two characters should have been gunning for the position of Grand Inquisitor. And then, boom. They have a battle. It's not Darth Vader versus her. She kills What's-His-Face. Darth Va- Reva tries to come and kill Darth Vader whilst Obi-Wan's fighting him. And then they tag-team. Obi-Wan forces her not to kill him because... He's she's better than him. That's the moment. You don't need Luke to be involved. Yeah. And then she walks away. They've beaten him. She has her moment of justification and then walk away. You don't need to involve Luke in any of <laughs> But they have to because it's I have Wars. no issue with Luke being involved. I just think there's a better story that you could have told rather than the one that they do. There's no issue with Luke like being involved and getting in that fight and not knowing because he's unconscious and he doesn't see the lightsabers and all of that stuff. But it just doesn't need to be that story. <laughs> it's like when people write themselves into a, like a corner and then they're like, well, how do I get out? You just go back a bunch and don't write yourself into that corner. You make a more interesting thing that doesn't write you into a corner rather than trying to bash down that wall to justify it. <laughs> You rewrite. You don't keep digging. Yeah, I think a lot of this... I feel a lot of it was quite lazy. It seemed very simple. It was just a very... We go... Like, I didn't think Luke and... I didn't think they'd have Leia and Obi-Wan interact at all. I thought it would just be Obi-Wan on a mission to try and get Leia back. And that's it with the threat of Darth Vader coming 
uh, over because the Grand Inquisitors, and then it would be Obi Wan versus Reva, and then Obi Wan finds out that she's that youngling from the flashback at the beginning, which was very heavy handed because you're like, oh, okay, well, there's only one black child. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, you don't need to have Leia running from Obi-Wan when she finds out he's a Jedi. Well, no, she doesn't find out that she's a Jedi. She f- finds out that he's lied to her because she's now he's now being hunted. That's not why she's running. <laughs> yeah, but you, don't need, you don't need her to run again. Well, she doesn't know what's going on. She's, this strange man's come, oh, said, I'm going to help you. But she's just been kidnapped and caught. I get the, I get the justification for why she runs. It's not a bad justification. Oh, he's he's yeah, lied to me you, about. Did you want to see her running and chasing, and then just not being able to be caught again? Also, there's bounty hunters on them, and then she falls, and none, all those bounty hunters just go away. <laughs> like he doesn't kill any of those bounty hunters. They're just all on the roof shooting at him, and then she falls. He uses the force to save her, and then the, that's it. That's the conflict over, and then he goes down and finds her. Everything is just too convenient. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It's not a bad show. It's just there's weird moments that contradict things. I think Vader grabbing the ship and f- like ripping it out of like the air and just dragging it back is cool. That was cool. That was very cool. And I left him just. I don't it. like the fact ripping that they the did. I think the thing in the Last Jedi where they have two ships and they force it, grab it, pull it down, destroy it, and then there's just another ship that just flies off at the same I mean, time. And it just, just... just stands there and watches it flying away. Yeah, you could, could do, do the exact, exact same, same thing. Like, you don't have an energy bar. This isn't a video game. You're just constantly can use the force. And then they do the thing with the last Jedi, which I don't have an issue with. Where it's just this tiny little ship out running this big ship. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's divert. I'm like, that, that makes sense. Because it's like, I don't care about any of these people. None of this is interesting to me. I just want fucking Obi-Wan. That's a good thing. And the Grand Inquisitor is like, no, that's stupid. Go after the people that are going to form the rebellion. No, I only want Obi-Wan. I want to kill Obi-Wan. That's good. I like that. Like, he's not listening to logic. He's only set on vengeance, which is why he loses. Yeah, it's also why he became became Darth Vader. Yeah, because he's petty. (laughs) Yeah. And he wants power. And he wants to be the top. And he doesn't like losing... Like, he can beat Obi-Wan in a fight, but Obi-Wan's smarter than him and uses that against him. Like, it's shown in the flashback. Like, he, Anakin can beat Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan can then use that to his advantage and beat him. Because he knows Anakin's weakness, but Anakin refuses to learn from his mistakes and adapt. Like, it, there's there's character moments that are good. I like Obi-Wan doing his little stance every time where he points his fingers and has his lightsaber, like, it's like, okay, cool. That's a good moment. That's fine. Him I saying know, hello there. I like it. I also think the lightsaber battles have been the best since the new stuff. Since Disney, Disney took over. Why wasn't that fussed about the lightsaber battles in this? I'm just comparing it to basically the sequels. It's better than the sequels. Yeah, there's a lot less flippy. I like the fact that he dive bombs him with the like runs up, just jumps off a rock and then just slashes his face. Also, and also all the rocks also, get thrown at him as well. Yeah, I wasn't that fussed about that. I think it's a funny thing because it's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that he just absolutely destroys his chest piece. Yes. Like, just, like, why does no one else do that? Just absolutely obliterate his breathing apparatus and just fuck it up. Like, I get Darth Vader just is good, but Obi Wan is just like, fuck it, I'm just going for the chest. <laughs> That's my primary <laughs> focus. Boom, 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 boom. Fucking just bash it in, mate. I do like the fact that Reaver and Darth Vader's fight is so one sided. Like. Darth Vader is just toying with her and absolutely destroys her. And like, that doesn't... Darth Vader always knew that she was a, she was the youngling who didn't yeah, kill. Yeah, that's a good reveal. I like that. That's a good reveal. Uh, I like the Grand Inquisitor's return, even though it's just like... Because he's just like, vengeance or revenge does wonders for someone's will to live. And he's just like this absolute dick to her. Should have killed her. Like, I think just kill that character in that moment. Because it's just like... It's actually tragic story that this character is actually good, is trying to kill Darth Vader, and then gets wiped out because of how evil Darth Vader is. Then have Obi-Wan, like, learn of it, and go, fuck, I failed that person again, and then actually try and redeem himself in the eyes of, and then actually j- bring some justification. Story that that point- would all make more sense, and would add more tension to the story. Yeah. 
Like, have, like, because you have the moment where Obi-Wan and Reva have a conversation and it's revealed that she's trying to get to Darth Vader. And Obi-Wan figures it out. And then he brings Darth Vader to her. And then you could have, like, Obi-Wan... Because I thought they were going to team up and fight together. Because it's just, like, get them off and then have Obi-Wan blah, 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 blah. And they fight and then he's injured or he gets captured and then Obi-Wan gets tortured or something like that. You can do things like that. Like Reva dies or something. And then you have Obi-Wan break out or get broken out by the rebellion coming in to save him. Again, like you could do those sorts of things. Um, I also think a lot of probably the Obi-Wan character development is probably quite... Oh, we didn't talk about Kanala Nanjiani. Okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> Obi-Wan we'll character development. I think it's I think it's too subtle. So the whole idea behind it is him sort of coming to terms of Anakin and becoming Darth Vader or whatever. Yeah. Where he I says Darth like that is in just... the original movies he says Darth. Yeah. I feel like it's just, it's just too subtle to me. It, yeah, I don't feel like don't there's a big enough character difference from the start to the end. No, he's still... He's happier though. He's not as... Moody. He's like a man who's just had an hour therapy. Yeah. He's like, that's oh, the difference. I saw some children and they, they're the hope of the future. That's my motivation to get out of this hole and just and then fight and then win. Yeah. Like, none of the people that I also saw, the people who were struggling, like Tala, I didn't see her in my flashbacks. Yeah, so I this is saying the, two the children of the future. You, you could have just said, I, I have learned, just be just be straight up, I have learned there is a chance we can still defeat the Empire. Or just say something like that. Yeah. To make well, it seem that. more like he's I don't actually... need it told directly to my face, but like have it be more than just Luke and Leia, they are the future. Like, have him see all the people, like... Because it just flashes to Luke and Leia. It doesn't flash to, like, Tala fighting for her life, trying to protect all these people <laughs> against an empire of relentless stormtroopers. Yeah. Also, I hate the fact that Star Wars has to do, like, thermal detonators every fucking time. Because I'm just like... <laughs> it's just, like, such a boring... It's just a disc. It's just a fucking disc. And they're like holding it out and i'm like oh, so people can see that it's a thermal detonator and then it's just and then it just blows up and i'm like okay cool we didn't kill anyone except stormtroopers and her well so then i missed something or did that detonator just get plucked out of thin air as a, as a uh, it's in a belt or something or in a pocket or it's in the robot i don't know i just don't like thermal detonators because every like han solo has to have a thermal detonator and then i think boba fett has to have a thermal detonator in it and then I'm just like, I don't give a shit about thermal detonators. The only reason anyone cares is because it's in the thing where Leia pulls one out and friends Jabba the Hutt with one. And then everyone has to now justify it in all of their properties and go, oh, look, it's a thermal detonator. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Who gives a shit about this thing? Like, have them, but don't hold on them. Like, they're the most important thing in that moment. I just don't care. Like, Star Wars has this problem with just hovering over things, making people go, oh, it's that thing that you remember. It's justification. It's like, no, it doesn't matter at all. It's it's like Han Solo's vest. And it's like those things. We just talk, we spoke about it earlier. It's just like, who cares? Like, just have it be there. You don't need to hover on it or, like, make it a thing. Like, there doesn't need to be an origin behind stuff. They could just exist. Well, I think Star Wars have had a problem with sequels. Oh, sorry, prequels. In the everything, there's only one. There's only been one prequel that's worked. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, maybe two prequels. Which Rogue one talking. Well. Oh yeah, Rogue One works. <laughs> but like, that, that, I think Rogue One. Even then, it's still kind of like it has moments where it's like, oh yeah, okay, you had to do this so that you can justify this thing. Yeah, but there's more tension involved, right? Because you didn't know oh, yeah. who was going to die. And you were yeah, I was I was surprised when everyone died. I was like, oh, they'll probably have every. And then as soon as people just started flopping in dumb ways, or like actually just like moments where like, oh fuck, no one is gonna get off this fucking planet, and yeah, then it just gets that, obliterated. It's way more interesting. Yeah, like introduce us to a cast of characters and then have them all just die if you don't want to bring them. Like have Obi Wan interact with people, constant like. Have that Jedi who turns up. I don't give a shit who he is. Just that random guy who's at the bar and everyone think, like, thinks, oh, it's, it's Obi-Wan that they're looking for. No, it's just some random Jedi. And the, I like that dude's speech about like Jedi's innate nature mm. to um, just help people. That was good. Um, and then, uh, yeah. 
but just like in Tala was just kind of like, okay, cool. She's fine. She had a badass moment where she spoke to that weedy little man at the gate. Like, I am your superior. What the fuck? Do you, do you know what classified means? And I'm just like, yeah, put that fucking dickhead in, the, in his place. <laughs> <laughs> also, people have like an issue with Obi-Wan like walking Leia out of the base under his jacket. And I'm just like, they're all wearing, most of them are wearing hoods and they're on lockdown. <laughs> And they're all trying to get places and no one really pays attention and they're all just trying to do their job and just walk past and just... Like, they're walking with purpose. And that's how you get out of every situation. Walk with purpose. Yeah. But yeah. But have you, it was have you an got... interest... It's, it's not the worst thing in the world. I think I'm... I was looking forward to it more than you probably were. So my expectations weren't met, but they weren't massively disappointed. Well, see, I I never actually got into the trailer. I never actually thought the trailer looked, oh, that looked amazing. I didn't think the trailer was terrible. I was just like, I really would want to see more of Obi-Wan. Because he's like the best character in all of Star Wars. And to be fair, I do like, enjoy... I don't care that much about I enjoy Luke. Ewan I... McGregor, and I enjoy him playing Obi-Wan, regardless of the yeah, plot. He's just fun but to just watch. But just as a TV show, the plot does not work well, or well enough it's to make it a TV It's not interesting enough to justify. Yes. If you're going to do it, do it right. I would rather... I also just don't think... I think the decision to have Leia and Obi-Wan interact from episode two was a mistake. I think you could have had it more of Obi-Wan actually trying to figure out, work it, make it like a, an actual recovery of her. He gets to her. She doesn't know or like interact with him much. Like she maybe has like one or two moments and that would have been fine. Like I get you want to do the... He gets to tell her about her parents and talking about Padme and how she reminds him of Padme and all of that. I thought those moments were nice, but I think you don't necessarily need them. They're nice to have, but you yeah, don't need. But them. I think I think it does go back to what I was saying of just stop doing prequels and just move on. Yeah, move on I from think... the story now. Yeah. Also, if you don't do prequels, you don't have to have this stupid debate of whether or not you de-age someone or you. Uh, replace them with a younger actor you just make new characters (laughs) how many more star wars prequels are currently here in in the works uh we've got andor which is the prequel to (laughs) rogue one we've got ahsoka which is the prequel we got uh i think ahsoka's it might actually be worth it though because ahsoka is a sort of character that sort of just left well she has a lot of tv shows no, but I mean, like, in, in live action, though, she's just not really involved. So I don't mind having her. That's okay. Yeah, we got, um, fuck, what do we have? We got, uh, we don't really think, I think we're still getting that, um, like, Resistance film, uh, TV show, or whatever it is, it was meant to have, like, Gina Carano in it, and then she got cancelled because she was very, um, outspoken. <laughs> mm, <laughs> oh, yeah. also... Uh, controversy around uh, Imogen. I think it's her name. Is Im- no, yeah. Um, Moses Ingram. Uh, fuck anyone who thought that just because she's black, she doesn't deserve to be in the like thing. Like just what fuck said you. that. A lot of people were just like very angry that a black woman was in Star Wars. Why? Because people are fucking idiots. It's like when they got mad at Rose, uh, the actress who plays Rose in the Last Jedi, because she's Asian. <laughs> Like, people were just like, no, we want it just to be white men, <laughs> and women are just meant to be background characters, and they shouldn't have prominent roles. Honestly, it's so stupid. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Just get over it. <laughs> just stop being dick. Honestly, it means nothing. It's just it's fine. It's Let just people... a character. If the character's yeah, interesting, it's fiction. Yeah, it's fine. Also, it's Star Wars, where a universe of aliens and race, other races exist, and you're fine no, with them. Ha- you know, it has to be all white men, you know? Otherwise, it, it's not very good, then, is it? Well, not even that. It's like, just like you idiots. don't care that there's aliens in there, but you're like more annoyed that there's a black woman <laughs> or an Asian That's woman. That's so stupid. It is really stupid. Honestly, yeah. Just yeah. Let, let people, let there be roles. Yeah. It, since when has Star Wars got anything to do with racism? It's more about acceptance and love and all of that shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, whatever. Anyway, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure that is a vocal minority. What would you I'm give sure it most people. out of 10? Five. I'd say a seven, probably. I, I think I think it's good. I think it's not great. I think it's it's it was worth watching. Um, I enjoyed the ride. I didn't think it's kind of like just a mediocre roller coaster. You're like, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't one of the best ones. It's a child's roller coaster. That's what it is. Yeah, it's fun. If I was like little little bumps and little troughs, but it's pretty. It's, not... it's pretty average and pretty boring. Yeah. 
You get one moment where it's good. <laughs> you, you get one good jump uh, drop, and that's it. Yeah, you get one good drop, and then you're like, I won't be going on that ride again for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back again, maybe one day. Maybe when I do all the other roller coasters on in this park. Well, I mean, I've got many other roller coasters, including Umbrella Academy, Man vs. B, Peacemaker, Ms. Marvel, and The Boys. Yeah. It's a lot of, oh, yeah, a lot of TV about shows. Man vs. Right B. <laughs> oh, Man vs. B is a great one. Have, Have you, you actually watched, watched any? <laughs> huh? Have you actually watched any? I watched the first episode. Ah, oh, is it any good? Because I'm, I'm tempted to watch it. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. It's a TV show of 10 minute episodes. 10 minute episodes. 10 minute? Oh, I didn't realize there were 10 minutes. Yeah, it's like nine 10 minute episodes. It's like. So it's an hour and a half thing, so I think it's nine. It's episodes. basically a film. Huh. Why not just make it a film then, Netflix? I don't <laughs> understand why. Maybe it's just the Netflix model. Maybe TV shows do better. Probably, because people can stop and watch them because people have the attention spans of like a frog. Like That's muffin. true. You, you just watch a couple episodes and then we carry on next time, maybe. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, Star Wars is alright. It's never been my favorite franchise, but hey, look. I enjoy what's there. I don't think I've ever... I think Star Wars is mostly all the same. I don't think I've ever... Like, there's been highlights to Star Wars, but sadly... The highlight was the first three films ever came out. I never liked them. No, but I mean, like, like, when they came out. Yeah. It worked because when they came out, it was good. Yeah. I find them... I think they've aged fine. I just don't care that. I'm, like, not... I, I understand what they did for cinema, and that's about it. I'm, like... Yeah, that, I'm not that fussed. I like the prequels more because I grew up with the prequels. It's a biasy. I know that. <laughs> and I'm sure the sequels will be the next generation of prequels. Where I don't think they will. Up... These sequels are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but there will be kids that grow up with them and like them. The prequels are bad. <laughs> no, but the prequels had good action. Yeah. These are... The, the sequels have the sequels got? They've got bad plot and they've got bad action. They have one really good moment where a ship goes through another ship and people got mad at it because that means why didn't they just do that on the Death Star and people are mad. And I'm like, it still wouldn't have destroyed the Death Star. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Death Star has probably better shielding and it was also at the time, like it's the biggest ship the Rebellion ever had, whereas the Rebellion in that one didn't have a big ship. So it probably would have only done a small little dent in it. Also, it's like very difficult to probably do. Also, it's a suicide mission and they had to get everyone off the ship. So it wasn't planned. It was only because the people were being shot at at that moment. And she was like, well, how do I stop them? I don't have any guns. I'll blast into it. All right, that's it. Let's move on because we're clearly not talking about Obi-Wan anymore. Yes, but Star Wars is controversial and... On that note, we'll see goodbye, and we'll say, oh, we should have started the episode with hello there. You can add it in. <sighs> okay, edit point. Hello there. Dan, you do your hello there. Hello there. Wonderful. Excellent. We're goodbye, done. everyone. These are going to be <laughs> in the end of the beginning. <laughs>